Hey everybody, just want to say thank you uh, for joining in again um, as we continue to the, uh, the book of Samuel. Uh, uh, like last week, we're still in chapter 1, so again, just thank you uh, for joining me again as we continue to the book of Samuel. Uh, I have uh, three announcements to make, and uh, the first one is is that um, I'm currently working on trying to improve the, uh, the sound quality. The way I'm doing it, I think it's good. Um, I think it's good, but um, uh, as we continue with these studies, I just want to make sure that uh, it just keeps getting better and better, just to make it more understandable and clear, so it makes it easier for you guys, the listeners. So um, again, I'm trying my very hardest to um, to uh, improve on, on the microphone. Uh, second is these studies are now um, are now available on, on YouTube. You know, I'm really excited that it's on YouTube. Uh, it's, it's, it's called the same thing. The light to my path so just look up the light to my path and if you're having trouble looking for it just kind of look for the logo it's the same thing on the uh, podcast and vice versa if you're trying to uh, find these on youtube just look for the same logo that's on the uh, podcast so i'll uh, get onto youtube and i'm um, trying to improve the sound quality and uh, there is there's one more thing i wanted to mention um, but i forgot so if i remember i'll just kind of say in the end um, I think there was another thing too. So when it comes to announcements, um, if I remember, I'll just put in in the end of the study. So I hope you guys are having a good week so far. Um, yeah, whether you're having a good, good day or a good week so far, I know the week's almost over. So um, I just hope the week is going good. And if not, then um, if you're on YouTube and you know you need a new place or something, please just leave a comment in the bottom and just kind of hey, you know, I need prayer for this. So you don't you don't have to be specific. Just you can just say any prayer. So if you need prayer, just uh, find the study on YouTube and just leave it in the comments, and I'll definitely keep that in prayer. Um, so like I said, I hope you guys are um, having a having a good week so far, or a good day. So so I'm just gonna continue with the uh, study. But first things first, is we're always gonna come before the Lord because I can't do without Him, and I need I need clarity, and I just I, I just need Him uh, to help me with this study. Lord, we love you, and I just thank you so much for this study, and I just ask, Lord, if whoever's listening, Lord, um, good or bad day, Lord, or good or bad week, just ask that you would refresh them with your spirit, that you would just pour out your spirit, Lord, and just refresh those who need to be refreshed. I need to be refreshed, Lord, and I just ask, Lord, that you, know, that you would always help us continue to be in our word, because that's when you speak to us, and that's when you refresh us. So I just ask that you would help us just to um, spend time with you, and just kind of... Um, Seek, continue to seek our relationship with you, Lord. Make it much better every day. Make it much stronger, because we we need you, Lord. And we need you every hour, every hour of our lives, Lord. And um, we just love you, Lord. And I just ask that you just bless the study. Let my words be clear and easy to understand. I just ask that you would just again, Lord, bless the study and and uh, pray that the, the the listeners would just be blessed, Lord. I love you, and uh, in Jesus' name, Amen. So last week, um. I covered First Samuel chapter one verses one to ten, and so um, today I'm just going to cover uh, verses ten to nineteen. Even though we already discussed verse ten, I'm just going to go back and just kind of recap what we uh, talked about last week, and just kind of work my way up to verse nineteen. So just ten to nineteen today. So I'm just going to go back and read verse ten, and it says, "And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept and." English. So last week I just talked about that uh, we should we should come to the Lord despite um, our emotions, despite how we're feeling, 
or we can or we always need to come to the Lord. Um, maybe when nobody uh, understands you, maybe nobody sees your viewpoint. Um, maybe not because, like I talked about last week, maybe not because they don't care about you, but sometimes, um, so, sometimes people may not uh, understand you. Maybe they don't understand what you're going through or anything like that. But I talked about last week that the Lord knows everything about us, so we can always come before the Lord and lay our troubles down, lay our burdens down, lay at His feet because He knows and He cares about us, like First Peter five seven talks about. So that was really. Uh, kind of my main goal for, I mean, the main purpose of last week's study. So let's move on to verse 11. And, oh, uh, this time I'm going to be teaching from uh, the New King James. I think the New King James verses 11 to 19 are really good. So this week, the New King James, and it says in verse 11, Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but we give your maidservant a male child, then I would give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall come upon his head. So I just kind of want to go over verse 11. So what's happening is that we see here that kind of Hannah makes a promise, and the promise is that I'm bored. If you give me a son, I will give him back to you. Um, I would give him back to you uh, for your glory, uh, for your purpose. And I, I really enjoy, um, uh, if you guys listen to Tony Evans, I'm a big fan of Tony Evans, and he's one of my favorite pastors right now. And I love uh, kind of his theme or his mindset is that I'm kingdom business, right? That I'm, um, you know, that we want to focus on the Lord's uh, kingdom business. And so, um, so um, Hannah was in a way saying, Lord, I, I want to, if you give me this son, I'll give him back to you for your, for your kingdom, for your business. And something that I wanted to talk about is that um, really the Lord did use, as we continue throughout Samuel, really the Lord did use Samuel. He was a, an awesome prophet. He, he was highly respected, as we're going to read. People recognized that he was a prophet, and people recognized that it was the Lord who established him as a prophet. And what's awesome about Samuel is that um, is that um, the Lord um, the Lord spoke to him at a very, very young age. And so again, it was the Lord that established him as a um uh, a prophet. Um, and I just wanted to know also that um, this is also where we get uh, baby dedications. Um, if you if you ever kind of gone to just a normal Sunday service, you know, sometimes before the message starts or the pastor starts to uh, preach, um, sometimes um, you'll see like a a, young, uh, a group of parents. Um, come in and just kind of dedicate their baby to the Lord and for the same reason, for the Lord's glory, for the Lord's purpose and for his kingdom. And so um, I believe this is where, um, I guess, the uh, the idea and the heart of uh, baby dedication comes from. And I just think that um, it's just awesome when uh, when parents come here, uh, desire, uh, decide to, um, Lord, we want to give you our son for your glory, for your purpose. I just think that's awesome because I, I think... Um, uh, like I said last week, I'm not a parent or I'm not married to anything, but it's just awesome to see parents um, come to that point and kind of uh, realize that I'm Lord. Um, you know, I just think that uh, the most important thing in life is that my son follows you, and that um, you know, his priorities is your kingdom. You know, is 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 your is your business. You know, um, you know, Jesus said that I must be in my father's business. So I just think it's awesome that um. Then parents kind of have that mindset that um you know we want our son to serve the Lord all the days of his life and we just want to give him to the Lord 
So I just think that's that's an awesome, it's just a, a, an awesome thing. Um, so again, kind of going back to um, to verse eleven. Um, uh, so the Lord tells Hannah that if you give me a son, I'll give him back to you. You know, and um, I just think that this is such a good time to uh, to talk about prayer. Um, I was trying to look at some really cool quotes from you know leaders or pastors that um that are highly respected and. Um, couldn't really find any, even though I've heard so many, you know, throughout the couple of past months. Um, I just, for some reason, I couldn't, I couldn't find them. So, um, but I do remember one, and I don't know who said this, um, and I could remember a little bit of it, and I, it went something on the line where, um, just like we need air to, to, uh, you know, to live, um, being a Christian, um, so I think that's essential, is prayer. So just as air is essential for for living, um, prayer is, is also essential for the uh, Christian life. And I just I I like that quote. And and um, and I, I don't know who uh, who said it. So I just wanted to uh, take this time to uh, talk about prayer because one of my favorite songs. Um, this is actually him, and him is called "What a Friend We Have in Jesus." And you might be like me, where I'm just trying to find new songs and new hymns every day. This is a great one if you've never heard. Uh, what if we have in Jesus? Please take a look. Uh, please take a uh, take a look at it. Great song. But the reason why that's one of my favorite songs is because as when you listen to that song, one of the verses in the line it says that um, you should never be discouraged, but come to everything to the Lord in prayer. And I love that because the first time I ever listened to that, I'm like, wow, Lord, that is so true because you're always there, Lord. You know, last week I talked about you know uh, having a friend, right, a best friend. And, and and what's so awesome about the Lord is that the Lord is even closer than a best friend. So he's always there, you know. And so we always have the Lord to come to. So I just I really love that line. So talking about prayer, um, you know, the first thing is first, I think is super important that when we come to the Lord in prayer is that um, uh, first thing is first is deal with sin. You know, there's been many times where the Lord says, it's not that I, I can't hear your prayer. It's just that um. Your sin is in the way, and your sin is before you, and that's what's stopping your sin from coming. I'm sorry, that's what's coming. Oh, getting all myself mixed up here. That's what's causing your prayer to be hindered, is your sin, because it's in front of you. So the first thing first that we should do when we come to the Lord's presence before His throne is make sure that we repent from our sin, and that, and, and that we ask Lord for forgiveness. You know, and First John says that if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us. So awesome. So we got to make sure that we do that. And then once we come to him, we ask the Lord. I think there's just so many things that could uh, that could happen. And one of them is that the Lord could answer that prayer. So it's a yes. It could be a no. It could be a wait. Or it could be a, um, it could be a delay. And I do think that, um, I definitely think that Hannah's prayer falls into a delay. But I could also see where, where it could, um, it could fall into the no, and so, uh, again, talking about prayer, um, it could be possible that Hannah's prayer wasn't answered, and and a good verse w- would be James four three. It says, "You ask and do not receive, because you ask and miss, that you may spend it on your pleasures." It could be possible. And that was James 4, 4, 3. It could be possible that Hannah's prayer was not answered because um, because maybe to maybe her motive 
behind asking for a son. It's like, Lord, I want a son because the other wife keeps bothering me. She keeps ignoring me. And she just keeps, she just, she just makes fun of me every year, Lord. So um, give me a son so she can finally shut up. And, 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 and I can see, boom, I have a son too now, you know. Maybe that was what was going inside her heart. And so maybe that's what the prayer, you know, was not answered. So I think that would fall into the no. Like, the Lord didn't answer that prayer because, you know, your selfishness got in the way. But First John 5.14 says, Now this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask according, if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And I think that's more of a delay. Because, you see, as we read it in verse 11, um, she goes to, Lord, I, um, well, in verse 11, she prays that I mean, she gets a son because she would give him back to the Lord. And so maybe it was a time and uh, it was a time period or a process that maybe the Lord had to change Hannah's heart or her thinking that um, Hannah, maybe it's not just about you. It's something that I, I desire to do for his glory, for his purpose, for his kingdom. And so, um, First John 5.14 would definitely fall to the delayed part where where it was a process of Hannah, maybe maybe her heart being changed and kind of, instead of maybe everything about her, it was more about the Lord's kingdom and the Lord's business. And so, like I said, I do think that Hannah's prayer falls into the delayed part. Um, and I could see where the prayer could fall into the no part. But I, I just really, kind of going back to Tony Evans, I just really like what he says that um about the kingdom, about 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 the Lord's kingdom and the Lord's purpose, right? And so, um, definitely, um, kind of going back to Hannah, um, I do think that it was a time, it was a time process, and and Hannah's heart changed to again. Lord, um, you know, I want to I want to give you this on for your glory and for your purpose. So I just wanted to talk about a little bit of uh, what about us, you know, um, as we go through everyday life, you know, what about us, you know? Well, first thing first I just wanted to say was that um, first things first is that um, we should always come to the Lord in everything, but also when we pray, we gotta make sure that we don't pray, you know, selfishly. You know, a good example of that would be. Um, um, Lord, I, I I need a new car, you know. Um, not because I, like I really need a car, but I just want to show my friends what a cool car I have, so people can be jealous of me. No, that's that's where that would fall to the hey, like what the Lord would say. I'm not gonna answer that prayer because you're just being selfish right there, and and I know your heart. Why would I give you something that's not gonna that's gonna draw you away from me? You know. I also think that um, I love that the Lord um looks at our hearts because He knows. Hey, if I answer that prayer. Excuse me. If I answer that prayer, I'm def you're definitely gonna draw yourself away from me, and it's just not gonna go good for you. So I'm not gonna answer it. I'm not gonna answer that prayer. So the bottom line is definitely when we pray, definitely um, like James says, that we shouldn't pray uh, with our own selfish desires. So, moving on. Oh, actually. I almost forgot. I actually have a really cool story to share with you guys. The story goes that um, there was this couple, and they didn't have a car. And they said, Lord, if you give us a car, we will actually take people to church. So the Lord answered that prayer, and they got a car. 
and the story goes that um, instead of them taking fulfilling their commitment, what the Lord, what they promised the Lord, if you give us a car, we'll take you to the church. And instead of the Lord fulfilling that commitment, um, I'm sorry, instead of them fulfilling that commitment, um, they actually never they never took the money to church. As a matter of fact, they 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 drew themselves away uh, away further from the Lord. They they, they kept um, instead of drawing closer to the Lord, they just they just they were, they stopped going to church and 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 they just really they uh, they they did not fulfill their part of the end. So the car uh, ended up stopped. The the car didn't end up working anymore. So I just thought that that story definitely fits into that to that um to a Hannah situation. So anyways, uh, moving on to verses uh, 12 and 15. And it happened as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah spoke to her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, How long will you, will you be drunk? Put your wine away from you. Verse 15, But Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine or intoxication, intoxicating drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. I really, I really love, um, it's funny because um, it, um, Eli thought that she was drunk because um, Hannah was praying, but um, it's one of those prayers what, um, that um, you couldn't hear, only her lips were moving. So she was praying in her heart, so Eli thought that she was drunk. But I love that Hannah said, "No, I'm, I'm pouring out my soul to the Lord." And I just, I just think that what she said right there summarizes again the study of last week, that um, that no matter what, we need to pour our soul to the Lord. We need to lay everything at the Lord, lay at His feet. I just thought what Hannah said it was so awesome and um, um, uh, really encouraging. And I just think that there might be times in our lives where we just need to do that work. We have so much, and we just need to pour our soul to the Lord. And I just think that's really essential that that uh, that we do that when 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 there's times that we need to pour our, pour our our souls to the Lord. So moving on to verse 16, and it says, "Sorry, everybody. Um, there was a little uh, mic uh, mic problem." Um, anyways, I think I was in verse 16, so I'm going to go and read that again. Do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief, I have spoken until now. Verse 17, Then Elite answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked of them. And she said, Let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. Um, I've studied this. Um, I've I've studied chapter one many a uh, couple times. Yeah, many times, and I've never noticed that um in verses sixteen to eighteen, I never noticed that um Hannah displayed faith there until when I was studying uh, for this for this study. Um Hannah, uh, believed the word of the Lord. She got she got a word from the Lord saying that she was going to have a baby. So so now so now she knows that she's going to get a baby. And and Hannah showed faith. And I kind of wanted to go, uh, let's go back and check out verse 18 again. It says, uh, this is half of verse 18, where it says, 
So the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. From verse 18, we see that um, her actions changed, meaning that she was no longer sad, and she ate. So definitely there was a change of action when when, when she got the word from the Lord that she was going to have a baby. So Anna, Hannah right there showed faith. And I just think that um, um, I think that uh, definitely leads to um, to this question. I've, um, the question is, how do we grow in our faith? You know, I think that's a good question that maybe someone was going to ask you someday, or maybe one day you're kind of sitting down, and you're like, I want to grow more in my faith. Um, how do I? How do I? Or maybe I want to have more faith. And how? I've heard so many answers. Excuse me to that question, and that. They're decent answers, you know. I don't think they're bad. I don't think they're bad. Uh, I don't think they're bad. Um, I don't think they're bad answers. It's just more of a uh, of a poor answer that I've heard a couple of pastors say. Like last week, I heard a pastor say that um to grow your faith muscles, you gotta use them. And I was like, I kind of see what you're saying, but at the same time, I feel like I don't know. I didn't really like that answer. And so every time I hear that question, I always think of my dad. My dad has my dad has implanted us uh, with a great answer, and it comes from Romans ten seventeen. It says, "So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God." So that's the answer. That's the key to growing faith muscles: is that reading God's word, hearing the word of God. That's why it's so important that we do devotions every single day, because I think that's when the Lord really speaks to us, encourages us, and I think. When we need direction, when we read God's word, a lot of, um, I've experienced this in my life where it's like, oh, I got it. it. And it came from me just reading God's word or, or if I needed to be just, if I just needed more faith muscles, it came from reading God's word. And so I also think that it also comes from, um, first I'll talk about the story. One of my favorite stories in scripture is Joshua, the book of Joshua. Um, the Lord told Joshua to cross over the, uh, the Jordan River. But the problem was is that um, they, they couldn't because it was really a hard situation. They couldn't cross the Jordan River. So the Lord provided uh, a way for them to cross over. And when they crossed over, Joshua and the Israelites, when they crossed over, um, they the Lord told them, go back and go get rocks. And they got the rocks and they built a little um, little altar of uh, remembering. And the purpose of that is, uh, the purpose of that is that um, the Lord told them, the reason why I wanted you guys to build this I'm just kind of summarizing here is that um so when so when future generations ask you why did you guys even build this you can say it's because the Lord did this that day and so the point of that is that when the Lord does something in our lives it's important that you know whether we write it down or, or we just keep it in our hearts we don't have to build um, altars it's important for us that um that we just remember that like I said writing it down and just kind of putting it in our hearts um it's important that we write it down. Because we we don't want to forget what the Lord has done in our lives, you know. The, uh, one of my favorite songs by uh, Phil Wickham is called "Breath Away," where the Lord just does something that just takes your breath away, that just makes you of awe of it, and just makes you realize that God is on the throne. So, um, and I hope that maybe one of you guys who are listening has had that experience, whether you're a Christian or not. I believe that um that if you're not a Christian, this is gonna be a time in your life where the Lord just shows some songs shows Himself strong to you. And you're just amazed, like, man, like God is, God is way bigger, and God is so real. And as a Christian, it, um, it no longer goes to God is real, but God is just so powerful. And He just, again and again and again, took my breath away. So another thing that helps us grow in our faith muscles is remembering the things that the Lord has done. So again, 
I think two good answers of that would be uh, hearing the word of God, so reading your Bible, but also um, um, remembering what the Lord has done done for you. And you can find that story in Joshua. I don't remember what, what chapter it was, but you can find that story in Joshua. Um, and, and so uh, for the verse I used by faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, you can find that verse in Romans 10, 17, um, just in case if you missed it. But um, again, um, just to kind of uh, overview again, um, Romans 10, 17, and remembering things that the Lord has done in our lives. I actually wanted to share with you guys um, a story. This is actually one of my favorite stories that um, to this day has really changed my life and just kind of in everything. Um, if you guys listen to these, as you guys continue to listen to these uh, studies, you're going you're gonna to realize that I really like. You guys are gonna as I as I continue with these studies. You guys are gonna realize that um one of my favorite passages is um is Pastor Chuck Smith, and um he shared this story. He has a book called Faith, and and in the book he talks about a moment of his life where he was in debt, and because he was in debt he couldn't work, and so this debt kept getting worse and worse and worse, and there came a day where. Chuck was just very discouraged and just worried about how am I going to pay this debt because I can't work anymore. So how am I going to, you know, pay this debt? And he said that um that um, a friend called him and he told him, Chuck, I, I sent you a check, so it's it's currently on the way. And and the check I don't I don't, I don't remember how much it was, but um the check that he was going to receive was paid for everything that he needed to pay. And Chuck was so happy. That um, he says in his book that um, he even you know like, you know started dancing with his wife. That's how happy he was. So, his like you see in Hannah, their their actions changed. Their their motive changed. They went from being sad to happy. And then the Lord spoke to Chuck, um, and the Lord told Chuck, Chuck, I I told you in my word that I was gonna provide for you. And yeah, when when I told you that in my word, I didn't see you throw, I didn't see you dance with your wife. Like, how come you didn't do that to me? But you you do that you do that with your friend. And that was such a hard, that was such a big point that um, you know, one of my favorite verses in the Bible, and I'm just kind of summarizing summarizing it here. And I don't remember where it is, but it says that God is not a man that he should lie. And something that I learned this week is that I'm God is not a man that he should change his mind. God doesn't lie. When God promises something in His Word, He's gonna do it, and so that's that's when we kind of um, step in faith, like Hannah. She got a word from the Lord, and she believed it, and because of that, her actions changed. And for in our lives, including myself too, I'm not perfect at it either by a long shot. But may the Lord help us um, grow grow more faith, but also believe in the Lord and His promises too, that we might be like Hannah. When the Lord told her something, she believed it. And because of that, her actions changed. She was no longer sad, and she even ate. So that was the, uh, so that's my study that I have for you guys. I think this study is about 25 or 28 minutes, so I definitely went um, a lot shorter than 30 minutes. Because if you guys remember last week's study, I talked about that um, the studies are going to be, um, the studies are going to be a lot shorter. I mean, the studies are going to be 30 minutes to 30 to 35 minutes. So I think this one's going to be a little shorter. So, um, so again, I hope you guys continue to have a good week, a good rest of your day. 
um, you know, God bless you guys. And again, may the Lord help us um, not, not pray selfishly. May the Lord help us in our faith um, to grow in our faith more, to have more faith muscles. But also may the Lord help us um, to, uh, to trust in Him when He makes, it, makes us a promise. Because God is faithful. And, you know, um, I'm a really young man. And so there's been times where, you know, I've, I've received a broken promise. But what's awesome about the Lord is that His promises never fail. And that He always keeps His promises. Because He's good and He's faithful. So I'm going to look at us in the areas that we discussed today. So God bless you guys. And again, um, if you guys have any prayers, um, for sure try to find this study on YouTube. And put it down in the comments. Um, I think that's uh, I think that's it. So God bless you guys. And thanks again for listening.